Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We exist to reach, disciple, and empower people to live in the fullness of God. If you're new to our church or want to learn more about us and what we believe, you can check us out online by simply going to lifefamilychurch.net. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Happy early new year. You ready? Who's got their day planner all filled out? Just for fun. <laughs> okay, so we're going to read a couple of prophecies to you and maybe expand a little bit on these. And it's really, really awesome. I love hearing the voice of God. Yes, amen. I guess, you know, that I would want, if anything and everything else, the miracles, signs, and wonders, and all that kind of stuff to be taken from me. If, if I couldn't hear the voice of God, I'd, it'd be miserable. I mean, so I love to hear the voice of God. And um, when he speaks. So I'm going to read to you again. How many, how many got a copy this morning on the prophecy? Praise God. Amen. I'm going to encourage you to read over that, yes. you know, even throughout 2020. And, uh, and you can claim those things because when God gives forth a word, yes. it's for the body of Christ yes. or the body that's there and things like that. So let me read to you. It says this. This was uh, October the 13th, 2019. It may even start out a little slow, 2020. For the adjustments that will be made, But by the time in March, April, May, things will accelerate even more. And some of those things that you've been believing God for shall come to pass. How many are believing God for some things? Okay. So he said some of those things. He didn't say all of those things. He said some of those things that you're believing Him for. Yeah. That's a good thing. Even if some of the things come to pass. God doesn't want to leave you without a faith project. Yeah. It's the only way we please Him, right? You know, I've noticed over the years that sometimes... God will reach down and take some things out of your life. I mean, the anointing just eradicates it. And then there's other things He leaves there so that you can work through them. Work your faith. Because He wants you to exercise your faith. Yeah, the muscle. Grow it. So He goes on to say, and many things will accelerate even more, and some of the things that you've been believing God for shall come to pass. And for you will know at last that I am with you, because I am just and I'm a justifier to them that love my name. That is so awesome. God is just. You may have many accusers in your life, but God is just and He is a justifier to them that love His name. You love the name of the Lord? Yes. I love the name of the Lord. So therefore, he's, he's a just judge. And He always leans on mercy and He leans on grace. Remember, grace is God's ability not to. His mercy is that he, His judgment is not as strong as it should be. So He always leans on mercy. That's who He is. He's merciful because of His love. So stay the course, run the way, race, finish the course. Contend for the faith. Keep on, keep on. Keep on going, keep on going on. Just keep on, keep on plowing. Keep on trudging, keep on running. Keep following my word and my spirit and you won't go wrong. And I've noticed that over the years. As long as Pastor Marie and I have stayed with the word and the spirit... There may be in some situations that we may have got ourselves into, not on purpose, but God has gotten us out, which is the most amazing thing. Why? Because He knows the intents of a person's heart. Come on, and we stumble, we fall, we do make mistakes. Hello. But he, he, He's a God that just gets you out. It's like another opportunity for God to show Himself strong on your behalf. And He likes to show Himself strong. When we are weak, He is strong. Can you say amen? amen. And He goes on to say, 
Keep on, keep on running. Keep following my word and my spirit and you won't go wrong. You won't get off of the path. No, it will come to pass at last. And great will be the rejoicing and you will even say, wow, this is really awesome. And you will have to pinch yourself and go, man, is this really happening to me? You'll have those moments. Like we recently had a wow moment. As a matter of fact, I mean, that's the first thing that I said. I went, wow. And then I called her and told her about it. And the first thing she went was, wow. And I said, babe, I said I it backwards. The same thing. Wow. It was, it was a wow moment. So you go, wow, is this really happening to me? Man, can this really be happening? Yes, yes, I will do it, says the Lord. I will do it. I will bring it to pass. And I hear the word of the Lord saying that I will repay sevenfold to that which Satan has stolen from you. He will give it back sevenfold. If you've lost it, you will gain it back. I can honestly say that, man, there's been a lot of things that have been given back to us. And a lot of things that we're still believing God for. Man. Put your faith on God restoring. If the enemy has taken something from you, you don't have to lie down and just go, oh well, pay it back seven times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, his, uh, that's his jurisdiction. He has to return it a minimum of sevenfold to you. Insist that. Place a demand on that. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord says, yes, you will gain it back in this life. Yeah, gain it back in this life. So just stay faithful to the covenant. Stay faithful to my word. Stay faithful and keep running and keep going. And yea, even that which you've been disappointed in, you will go, oh my gosh, my God turned it around for me. Nice. He turned it around for me. He turned it around for me. For my family, for my kids, for my relationships. He turned it around for me. Hallelujah. The great turnaround, yes, even 2020, will also be known as the year of the great turnaround. So in other words, that's just one aspect of 2020. It's not just, yeah. the, that, it's not just that theme. Sometimes God has many themes, but if you look at those themes, they seem to kind of co-match. They connect. They connect. They connect, they connect. which is awesome. So it will be also known as the great turnaround. A great turnaround. A great turnaround. Seemingly going one direction, then turn around. It's going in a direction which your Father is, is directing it. Hallelujah. And yes and yes, there are those right now who cannot see because the enemy is blinding their eyes. But the veil shall be removed. And they shall have eyes to see and they will have ears to hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. Don't be discouraged. I will bring you out and put you into the land of milk and honey, and I will bring you out supernaturally. Supernaturally, I will move on your behalf. And if you say that I have nothing, Lord, then that is a good place because I am and will always be your everything. If you have me, then you have everything, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Many of you will go into a new level in me and dreams. I'm going to give you dreams and you will be dreaming dreams, heavenly dreams, and you will be seeing things. You will have an increase of the spirit of seeing and knowing on the inside, of what to do, of what not to do. You will have confidence in it. You won't question, you see, for I am with thee, and I am in thee, and I am for thee, and if I am with thee, there is nothing that anyone can do, no demon, no Satan, no person, can do anything because I am for you, then nothing can ever be against you, says the Spirit of the living God. Each of you will fulfill your fullest potential. Now, here's the deal. When God gives something forth, you've got to grab a hold of it. Okay, you've got to say, it's mine, and then you've got to declare it. 
That's mine. I'm going to fill my full potential this year. That's right. You, you, you say those things. Say you grab a hold of them. And also sometimes when it comes to prophecy, sometimes when somebody gives a prophetic word to somebody, especially if it's in a corporate place, if it applies to you, grab a hold of that thing. Why? Because God is no respecter yeah. of persons. What He does for one, He will do for another. If it's the word and not specific to their personal life and destiny, if it's the word, it's for me, right? If it's the word, it's for you. So you can take that. So remember I said to you earlier, you've got to be really careful because offense will take you out. It'll, it'll keep you from receiving the very things that God has spoken over your life to bless. See, he speaks over you. It says, the Bible says, the Father sings over us or he speaks over us so that we'll agree with it and it can happen. But if we're offended, we have a difficult time agreeing with it. So it hinders us. It stops the blessing in our life. Doesn't stop it in anybody else's life. Unless they're connected to your life, then they get cheated too. This is what offense does. When you get offended, Everything where you were five years ago to where you're at now, you forget. You forget. Forget what God's done. You forget. Yeah. Just kind of like complaining. You're complaining because you forgot that you used to have less. We should never forget what God brought us. Yeah. Amen. And those that God has used to bless us. See, offense brings a cloud. Yeah. And then Satan comes in, and then when offense comes, then division comes. Yeah. Going into this year, we need to remember that we're all sitting here right now still participating and having the opportunity in 48 hours to step into this because somebody else prayed. Somebody else lived righteously. Somebody else before us made that possible. And so freely we've received, we want to keep going even we're discouraged because freely we want to give that Back to somebody. In 1993, the second week of March on a Monday night at 10 o'clock at night at Carpenter's Home Church, I will never forget the encounter with God that I had. Ever. Amen. I will never forget Brother Hagen. Ever. Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, how, how do you do that? I, I support them financially. I go to the meetings. I'm ever thankful for the impartations. Brother Hagen laid hands on me in my ordination. Not many can say that. Hello. I will, I will never, never forget. forget. I will never forget the pastors in my life that have helped me yeah. run my race. I will not forget. I will not forget where I was on the verge of divorce 20-something years ago and then the encounter with God that came through the ministry of Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. You'll never forget that. I'm not ever going to forget that. And I'm going to show that I never forget by planting seed, Blessing them, praying for them. Hello. Yeah. Don't forget where you were and where you're now. Offense will do it. Yeah. Offense will bring a blind. You cannot see. It brings a veil. Satan brings a veil. And then what it does is it blocks the anointing. It blocks the blessing. It blocks everything. That's what offense does. I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's good anyhow. Yes. You're listening intently. Yeah. It's good. I don't know why I'm saying it, but I'm saying Because you're saying it because how we exit this year is how we enter next year. And we, we have a choice. We have 48 hours, but it only takes a New York minute to go, I'm done with that, not taking that baggage into 2020. Satan doesn't want you in this church. He doesn't want you here. He doesn't. He will do everything he can 
to find a crack in the foundation to go, I'm out of here. And then you have that choice. We're not holding you. You have that choice. But don't forget where you were. Hello. And where you are now. You have to be very careful. Remember I said to you earlier, that there's that pressure that's coming. We feel it. You'll feel it. The body of Christ will feel it. It will be a pressure to go, okay, I'm just going to go user-friendly and religious. Or I'm going to stay with the fire of God and Holy Ghost and the Word. It's happening. There's a line being drawn. There's a line being drawn. And that pressure will come. It's just, it, that's just, the religious church will always be, and has always been, since the days before Jesus. It will always be that. Religion will always be there. That will, that, that will even go through the tribulation period. Religion will be there. The Word Holy Ghost. It's about to really get good for Word and Holy Ghost. It really is, because nothing else will satisfy and Satan will try to get you out of the company that you're in. Which is, if you were here this morning, we talk about word of faith, talk about word and spirit, the gifts of the spirit. If you didn't, if you weren't here this morning, you need to get that message. That's the vision. Hello, Pastor Marie and I. We're going to run. We're going to keep on running. We're going to keep on winning souls. We're going to keep on keeping on. We're going to keep on building people. Keep on helping people. Keep on growing people. We care. I'm not interested in preaching a message that brings people back the next Sunday just to try to get them back when they got marital issues, they got financial issues, they got all these issues in their life. Are you kidding me? I have to stand before the great white throne judgment like everybody else has to. I got to stand there and be held up accountable for the people, the thousands of people that have been affected in the last 23 years around the world. We have chosen we're not going to fall out. Hello, we're going to run the race. We're going to run. We're going to run and finish the course. Hello. And we're going to help as many people get as many rewards in heaven as possible. So we have to be very careful of offense because it's a heart condition. I don't mean, I did not plan to go this way, but this seems to be right. We have to guard our hearts with this. Guard our hearts. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard it from offense. It, will, it has taken more people out. Read Mark chapter 6. Even God couldn't do a great miracle because people were offended. It stops the anointing. It stops the power of God. No matter where you're at, whether you're here or you're somewhere else, it will stop the blessing of God. And then people begin to slide backwards. They revert. There's a reversion. Well, how do you know that? Because I have a lot of pastor friends that pastor churches and I get to talk to them about where so-and-so-and-so, oh, well, they're out. they're out of church now, they're no longer. Or they've gone down the street, down there, and they only attend church once a month now. Man! No, no, nobody, God doesn't want anybody to fall out. And you have to be careful. Even as we enter into 2020, guys, people are making decisions right now. Usually around this time of the year, people are renewing their spiritual concerns. They start thinking spiritually. Where, where, where are we going? What are we going to be doing? Now watch this. There's no perfect church. Just the very fact that you attend there means it's imperfect. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on now. No perfect place. Amen. 
And anything and everything we do here, we line it up with the Word of God. Test it. Test it. Bring, bring the Scriptures. We'll bring the Scriptures. We'll bring, bring your sword. Sit down. We'll, we'll, we'll break out our sword. And then we'll show you everything in the Word of God pertaining to whatever it is that there might be an issue to try to help you. And if, we are, if we're wrong, then we repent. And if we don't know and we don't have a revelation, hello, but we try not to teach anything or preach anything that we don't have revelation on. Stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we stay away from that. No, we're only going to preach and teach the revelation that we have according to the Word of God. And then, guess what? Most amazing thing. We have to line up with it too. <laughs> wow! Because it's not do as I say and or do as I do. Hello, somebody. No, no. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. No, that's not, that's not the way it is. No, God asks us to do first. Yeah. And tell you. Let me tell you something about uh, pressure that just came to me. If you're still here in 2019, then you did really well with pressure. So I think you're doing better than you think. But uh, the pressure in the earth is palatable. It's physically tangible. And it comes from two sources. Heaven, for the glory pressing down, which was designed to press you in. And then the wrath. The Bible says, speaks about wrath being released. People are very wrathful. They're very angry. And so that's designed to press you out away from God. So the divide gets bigger because of who's succumbing to the press. But think of it this way. If we're driving on I-4 in a car and we're going about 80, anybody ever kind of been pushing it? You know, okay, I won't say 80. Let me just say 75 because I don't know if 80 is allowed. But let's just say you're going 75. Um, how many of you when you're going, going so, yeah, well, maybe the sign said anybody 75. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we shouldn't we should admit that. The altar Don't right say now. that in church. Like, okay. <laughs> if you're sinning, be smart. Don't tell. Okay. Okay. Hello. Let's all help, James. <laughs> so it's not the Catholic Church, James. You don't have to tell. Um, and so we're going down the highway, and when I'm doing that, I have two hands on the wheel. I'm really paying attention because I know that with my speed, a lot of accuracy. But when you're... you go 80 miles an hour down the road? No. I'm giving... This is a metaphor. Everybody with me? Metaphor. Okay. Word picture. Yeah. (laughs) Word picture. Yeah. She just said she puts two hands on the wheel. Hands on the wheel. It's a metaphor. I know. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Usually I'm under because I'm impeding the traffic because I'm thinking... I'm like, oh, it's going so here. But um, I still don't say anything about her driving. You know, I've been totally delivered. You've been delivered. I have. I'll sit in the car with my eyes over my head. (laughs) And then sometimes I go, (laughs) but I don't say anything to her. I don't say anything to her. He grabs the thing, and I grab the. I'm feeling him. He's all tense. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and then I scoot the seat back. You always tell them that, but but you (laughs) never tell what I have to do when you're driving. You talk to me all the time about my driving. Yeah. I said, I didn't show this. I, I haven't been delivered. It. See, when you're offended, you don't get the yolks destroyed. I'm not delivered. Yeah. You can't be offended because the yolks won't destroy. I was trying, yeah. So my metaphor. Um, or like if you've been to the gym. Let me change the metaphor. And you're working, you're working those you muscles and you're... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Sorry. Right. I used to before I started pastoring with you <laughs> and now I don't have time to take a shower let's not talk about all the things I used to do okay um, focus, focus, focus yeah and so you know there's a press 
on your muscles and it's kind of hard, it's kind of sore, it's kind of painful. But at some point, has anybody ever experienced that the pressure you applied benefited you at some point if you pressed through it? So if you're still here in 2019, getting ready to go into an accelerated pace, watch this. then you've learned how to succeed if in the you're press. Bleeding, Apply pressure. Raise it up. Apply pressure. Yeah. So if you're bleeding in your That's relationships, good. if you're bleeding yeah. in your marriage, if you're bleeding with your children, if Apply you're bleeding pressure. in your finances, if you're bleeding with your job, guess mm -hmm. what? There's going to come the pressure. Pressure. Maybe uncomfortable. We're trying, trying yeah. to stop the bleeding. Right. Yeah. The life source. In other words, you can harness the pressure for acceleration. So that's your goal, if you're, if you're aware of it. So that's why I'm telling you, be aware of it. So you're succeeding at living in the press right now, but if you actually identify your success and go, yeah, I'm dealing with it, harness it, and it'll, it'll get you forward Let faster. Let the press make you better, yeah. not bitter. Yeah. Let the press. press you because in. you're in a temporary zone right now, so yes. don't let Satan take you out yeah. because you're that's in good. a temporary press right now. It will pass. Yeah. It'll get better, no matter what you're facing, if you stay in the game. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. How many, <laughs> how many soccer players, football players, baseball players, tennis players, basketball players? Is there at any point in time in the game the press is on? Yes, no. Matt, you played semi-pro. Is there a press that comes? But what do you do? You press through that, right? And if you do, guess what happens? You get a touchdown, you win the game because you... You decided to buckle down and go through the press. The press comes to make you better, not to make you bitter. And you have to be real careful. Amen. Okay, so back to the prophecy. That was fun. Amen. Okay, each of you will fulfill your fullest potential. Your fullest gifting. Your fullest gifting shall come to pass. Just put, thing, put some things on the shelf. So in other words, that, that kind of tells me, like, don't press it. Don't push it. You know, Pastor Rodney said something that was very interesting. He said, if you had to push something or had to make something happen, it's not God. So you just put it on the shelf. Just put things on the shelf. Don't be concerned about them. Just go for the ride. Just go for the ride. Let me carry you into that which I have for you. No striving, no pushing, no shoving, no, smooth sailing. Smooth sailing and always follow peace and always follow joy. You cannot go wrong if you're following peace and joy. Peace and joy is your guide in everything, in every decision that you make. Don't mistake relief for peace. Just because it's a hard situation doesn't mean that you can't have peace and joy in it. Sometimes we think relief is peace. And that is not true. You got it that more you cannot. You got to be careful about that. Jesus said, in this life you will have trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer. I've overcome. So therefore it's just a temporary thing. If you stay in the game, stay in the press, you go to another level. He said that you're going to go to another level. Ever heard of the term bigger level, bigger devil? It's true. It's true. Jeff, you have something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He rises above. Yeah. That's and that's the only bird that 
beats off its well, peak. Well, the eagle uses the pressure system to elevate himself. Where every, all the other birds are pressed down beneath it, he uses it to rise above. So yeah. use the pressure. That's great. It's almost, this, this is what I've learned. Right before a major breakthrough in your life, all hell will break loose. Of course. And you're thinking, my God, am I backslidden? My God, what's happening? But if you pass the test, you enter into rest. If you don't pass the test, it's what happens. You get to take the test over. <laughs> That's Some, mercy. That's line, mercy. <laughs> that you get to take and it again. take it over. Without paying for the tuition. It's free. So he goes on to say, don't be concerned about them. Just go for the ride. Just go for... Uh, for the ride, let me carry you into which I have for you. No striving, no pushing, no shoving, no smooth sailing. Smooth sailing and always follow peace and always follow joy. Peace and joy will go before you even in chaos. Peace and joy will be there before you. So therefore, in the season that you are in, it is time for the equipping. It is time for the preparation. For preparation time is never wasted time, says the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah, says the Spirit of the Mighty God. Amen. Mm -hmm. So... Who doesn't have one of these? Who would like to have one of these? You can get one this okay. Okay. So, you can make a copy of this or go get her one or something. Yeah, same one. That'll help you. And you reread it. Put it in your Bible. Reread it. And then you go, okay, God's with me. God's with me. God's with me. He already forewarned me. He already told me. I'm going to stay in the course. I'm going to stay in the race. Come on. I'm going to stay forward. Amen? Right, babe, why don't you read Brother Copeland's? Okay, it's so important that every year that we attend to the Father's sayings to us, because as a good parent, uh, you tell your kids kind of a heads up. You know, you let them know, hey, you know, puberty, whatever. <laughs> heads up, this is what's coming up. God always, uh, Ephesians says that we might know. He's always telling us. So we spend time uh, as the year closes, and we don't, we're not casual. We spend much time. In fact, this year we spent more time uh, under the unction of the Holy Ghost addressing where we're headed. Again, why? Because it's going to be so fast, the pace, and, and how fast I didn't know. And, and I've read this before, but today the Holy Ghost said, let me tell you how fast, triple time three times as fast. Every year, the Holy Ghost has had one theme. This year, three. And there, it says this, new visions manifest power and great change. So when a year encompasses three plans, purposes and pursuits of God instead of one, all in the same year, not three years, that means triple time. So if you thought we were going 40 last year and that was fast, we were going fast, but we're going three times as fast. So that tells you how you need to be accurate. And, what was the date on this? Uh, the, uh, Brother Copeland, we know, must have got this word in October, actually November, because he published it November. in December. Okay, so I got the word. You got that word in October. In October 13th. This was November. Brother Copeland got it in November. Yeah, I don't have the exact date. So watch this. It. He said, new visions, manifest power, power, and great, great change. change. Lately, I mean, I've been talking about vision. Have I not been talking about vision? Yeah, I've been talking about vision, the vision of the church. What is the vision of the church? Where are we going? What is this church and ministry all about? Yeah. yeah. So you need to get, if you missed them, you need to get the podcast yes. and you need to listen to it over again because that's what you're a part of. Right? Sunday, before, Sunday. When did you preach the first part? I think I, think I preached the first part two okay. or three Sundays ago. So this morning was part two, so you want to dig part one up. <clears throat> okay, what about 2020? Many things will be said about vision in 2020 because of the natural nature of 2020 eyesight. But you and I and those who seek the face of God and know the voice of God will have vision 
insight, ideas, and concepts. And it will be a time of the fulfilling of the word that was spoken in my word that said, the young men and the old men shall have visions and dreams. My dream, saith the Lord, is the continued rebirth of this nation. It has already begun and it will continue. For you see, in these last days, I have taken over the politics of the United States. This is the only nation ever founded by a people specifically because they loved me and wanted to worship me. And I have never forgotten it. I never will forget it. I am the God of this country. And it will be reported far and wide, and people will come from far and wide, and they will say things, and they will do things that they have no idea why they said them or why they did them. For in 2020, the continued rebirth of this nation is a surety. It is a good thing, and you will see it come to a place that is more than you have ever dreamed or wanted in a place. This is mine I promise you, and I give you my solemn word, saith the Spirit of grace. I knew what to do with the pharaohs and these little politicians of today. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, they are so easy to deal with compared to the pharaohs of old. But I knew how to deal with them. I know how to deal with politicians today. Oh, there are those who think they know. They think they're doing what they're supposed to do. Ha, ha, ha. All over the world. Oh, yeah. I know them all. I understand them all. I have insight into their thinking. You hear me now. You understand what I'm saying. From the top of the world and all over the world, wherever there's a government, wherever there are people, wherever there's voting, wherever the people can't vote, I'm there. Wherever people seek my name, I am there. Those who don't think I hear, don't misunderstand a word I'm saying. I hear it. And I move in behalf of it whether you think I do or not, or whether they think I do or not. I hear the cries of my people. And there are certain things that are taking place today that would never have taken place had my people not prayed and cried out to me. Oh, these are the days, saith the Lord, these are the days of mighty grace. These are the days of wonder grace. Let me pause right there because it's very important. There'll be people that read that and won't be able to receive the fullness of that because they have not accepted the biblical definition of grace. Grace means ability. It does not mean inability or doing less or permission to sin. So we have to read it like this. These are the days of mighty ability and these are the days of wonder ability. That means you can. You can do all things. The provision is there beyond what you've ever imagined. So let's maybe leave the word can't in 2019, shall we? Let me say something too. There are ebbs and flows and there are seasons in everyone's life. Agree? Look at the seasons from now and in the past. Did God bring you through those seasons? Yes. Hello, did God bring you through those seasons? Well, there'll be seasons in the future. When God brought you through those seasons in your life, did you just stay the course? Did you just run the race? Did you just make your stand? Or were there some seasons in your life you're like, oh man, and it totally changed the direction of your life? So what God wants to do is this. In the seasons in your life, be careful. Make sure you seek God with all your heart. Make sure you understand because the time is ticking 
sometimes you can't make a wrong make a wrong decision and then go, I'm going to go this direction because it could have been a different path that God has for you. What scripture is that? It says there seems to be Proverbs, uh, Proverbs or, or, or a road that's right to a man, but in the end it leads to destruction. So move a little slower in your decisions. Don't make quick decisions. Cancel with some people. I cannot tell you, we have nine board members, and then we also cancel Pastor Rodney. We don't counsel with somebody that has lesser faith than us. Come on, hello. I counsel with somebody that has either equal faith with me or has more faith with me. Because I may need to borrow their faith. Come on, hello somebody. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you make sure and make sure because time is ticking so fast. Hello, you don't want to get off a wrong path because of relief and calling it peace and then suddenly you're out and didn't even realize you're out. Let me tell you a story real quickly. Many years ago we did a revival in Leadhill, Arkansas and there was a young lady and her name was October. She came to the revival meeting. God mightily touched her, changed her life forever. And we did a two-week revival. She said this. She said, for about six months, man, things are really going great. And then I, I, I began to compromise little things. Stopped going to church. Stopped reading my Bible. A year later, we came back to the, to the church and did a revival. And God, once again, out of His mercy and grace, touched her. When she testified, she said something very interesting. She said, I did not know that I was so much in darkness until light penetrated my darkness. So in other words, she didn't even know that she had compromised and, had, and, and gone to a place. So in other words, she got off the path in which God set her on. Hello. And then a year later, when light penetrated the darkness, because she actually used those words, I did not know how much darkness I was in until light penetrated my darkness. Let me tell you another story. I met with some teenagers, and they were wanting to get married and all that kind of stuff, and they were doing things that only married people should be doing. So I'm sitting at the table with them over a hamburger, and all of a sudden, I started to mention, well, the Bible's very clear, fornicators and adulterers and things like that. It's a sin and things like that. Well, by the end of 20 minutes, she looks at me and she said, my God, she said, I thought what we were doing was absolutely normal. She said, but now I know I've been in the wrong. So that proves that sometimes we even ourselves, the Bible is very clear that we should keep watch lest we also be deceived, even the elect, even those that know. So, so what's your safety net? The Word. The Word. The Word is your safety net. Stick with the Word. Hello. Spiritual authority is also your safety net. Especially, watch this, especially if they don't have any hidden motives, Hello? They're not manipulating you. Come on. Hello? They want you to succeed. And they always lead you to the Word. They don't lead you by the personal opinion. They always lead you to the Word. Listen, a good shepherd leads you beside still waters. He leads you by green pastures. Come on, hello somebody. A good shepherd. Come on now. A good shepherd does that. So some of these things will be made lined, will, will line up, because He did say, I will make the crooked path straight, even in your own life, if you stay in the game. You don't fall out. You keep running. And go through the season you're in right now. It's only temporary. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're in a temporary season. Turn to the other person and say, this too will pass. Yeah. 
it'll pass. Stay in the course. Stay the race. Why? Because God has a promotion for you. He has a promotion for you. Glory to God. He's got a promotion for you. I'm encouraging myself in the Lord, okay? He has a promotion for you. Amen. Stay the course. Run the race. I feel a... I, wow. It just came on me. Whew. I feel it. It's awesome. <laughs> ah, okay, go ahead. Finish before I fall out. These are the days of mighty grace. These are the days of wonder grace. Certain lines have been drawn. Certain things that can't be crossed. Are you happy? I'm happy. Always. Okay, good. This is me happy, right. remember? <laughs> I knew it. I'm, always, I'm like God, always the same. <clears throat> Unless I don't have coffee. A little bit of dip there. That's the reason why I have me. That's why I have you to run to McDonald's. I'm a Hebrew, baby. baby. I'm a Hebrew. You're hired. Okay. Yeah. Certain things... That cannot be changed. Other things that can be and will be changed. What are you doing? First, y'all aren't bored. I know. Anything you said. Okay. And no, you productions don't bother editing on this. It's they'll be there till next new year. Certainly. Back the bus up, baby. Back it up. You got to back the bus up. I I was distracting everybody from hearing. Okay. Certain things that cannot be changed, other things that can and will be changed, certain lines have been attempted to be crossed, but they can't because they are established in my word, saith the Lord, and I know what I'm doing. 2020, the year of new visions. The Lord is revealing new visions this coming year that will be absolutely stunning. They will include insights, ideas, and concepts that have never been heard of before. That would be Joel 2 and Acts 2 tells us, it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and the handmaids in those days, I will pour out my spirit. 2020, the year of change and manifested power. 2020 will be a year of great change, wonderful and magnificent changes in the kingdom of God in the earth. Changes that will come because of insights, ideas, and concepts directly from Jesus to his church by his mighty spirit. Glorious concepts of how his laws work, the laws governing increase and financial prosperity, the laws of the spirit that release miracles and divine healings, manifestations of his almighty power on the earth, new concepts of his love, his very person, for he is love, insights into the true power and strength of his joy. It will be days of political change, great victories and great defeats, for the spiritual enemies of God and his people shall be crushed, spirits not flesh and blood. But there are those on both sides of the political divide who refuse to listen to the Lord Advocate General of the Church. Their dreams shall be dashed, their desires shall be wounded, and they will be removed from their offices and replaced, some by the ballot, some by tragedy, and some who will in despair go and quit and do something else. This is my country, saith the Lord Jesus. It was founded by people who love me for the sole purpose of their love and desire to worship me 
and to worship the Almighty God, and I will never forget that. 2020, the year of removal of politicians. Those politicians who refuse my call to unite and become the United States of America and not just America. Those politicians who refuse to listen and those politicians who continue the pathway of hate, I will remove them from their places. I will remove their influence from the record books. I will remove their candle in their families. I will remove them from office and put someone in there who will. Let me share some stories with you about a press that comes before a breakthrough comes. So for many years, I've always wanted to be in business for myself. So growing up, I grew up in a a single-parent family, divorced family. My sister died in a car accident at 20 years old. I have a younger brother, and I grew up in a divorced family. So I remember when I was probably 18, 19 years old, I wanted to go in business for myself, but I didn't know how to go in business for myself. I actually remember being in a revival service with Pastor George and Linda Brooks, and one of the ministers, after he got done ministering, I walked up to him. I said, will you pray for me? And he said, well, what do you need? I said, I have this desire to go into business for myself, but I just don't know how to. So he laid hands on me. He said, the Lord will show you how. But prior to going into business for myself, I was working for Benderson Development Company out of Buffalo, New York. They're one of the largest developers in the United States. They own Horizon Park Shopping Center and Twin Bay Shopping Center. Horizon Park is on the corner of Hillsborough Avenue in Dale Mabry. There used to be, I guess, as thorough as a Pontiac dealership, and next to it is a shopping center. I managed that shopping center when I was 20 years old, and I managed another shopping center. So then, um, because we like multi-level businesses, we got involved with a multi-level marketing business, but it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of people skills, and it takes a lot of effort, and it takes consistency to build a multi-level. It's a great business. Amen. My parents are in it. We support them. Hallelujah. So we began to do that. But then what happened was, is because, you know, I, I got married when I was 19. Marie was 18. Here I am, 20. Worked for them for two years, 21. And they hired another guy to come down who was twice my age, twice experienced in real estate. And they were going to put an indoor flea market down at Twin Bays, which is actually at the end of Dale Mavery before you hit Gandhi Boulevard. And so they were going to put that in. Well, I lost my job at 21 years old. So now, here it is, I'm in crisis, okay, because she wasn't working at the time, and I'm in crisis, and I don't know what to do. Passed my resume out a couple of things, but I bumped into a guy who was cleaning windows, commercially, commercial windows, storefront windows. I asked him how much money he made. He said, I make anywhere between five to six hundred bucks a week. I said, cleaning windows? And get this, this was in the late 80s. Five to six hundred bucks a week now is pretty good money. Hello? I said, you make five to six hundred bucks cleaning windows? He said, yeah. I said, what did you do? He said, I got a window mop. I got this. I spent about 50 bucks. So you know what I did was? I got myself a window mop and all that kind of stuff. And I got some business cards made up called Clearview Window Cleaning Service. And before I lost my job, I started going out on Saturdays to make some extra money. And I picked up an extra 100, 150 bucks on a Saturday. I was only making 300 bucks a week working for this developer. So an extra 150 bucks a week is pretty good. All right? Then I lost my job. So watch what we did. Watch this. And that pressure came. Am I going to go work for somebody else? Or am I going to work for myself? So in one month, we passed out over a thousand business cards. Me, Marie, and the boys. 
During the day, I tried doing coffee machines, coffee sales. I tried, you know, I, I wasn't lazy. Hold on. At night, I'd go out, and then when I had time during the day, I would dress up in a suit, and I would go talk to a manager. And it didn't matter what, I would go from shopping center to shopping center, and I'd walk in with my suit on, with my tie on, and I'd say, is the manager in? The most amazing thing, because of the way I looked, I got, I got to talk to the manager. I said, hi, my name is Jack, and we're clear of you windows, cleaning the service, we're building our accounts. How much do you charge for your windows? Well, we're being charged 10 bucks every week. I said, I'll do it for five. So why would you do it for five? Because in 90 days, I'm going to go to 10. So in one month, I passed out a thousand business cards. She went to work at, um, what was the name of that restaurant? Wildwood Restaurant as a server. And guess what? We didn't lose any money whatsoever. And now I'm in business for myself. Before we got this building, we needed to raise $150,000. Guess what? I didn't have $150,000. But we had to raise $150,000. We knew that we needed at least three years of financials. Because they're going to look at it. And we know that we needed at least 20% down. So what we did was, is we divided the ministry up. We have Jack Myers Ministries Missions, which is a separate business account. We have Jack Myers Ministries, which is a separate business account. We have Life Christian University, which is a separate business account. And we have Life Family Church, which is a separate business account. And now we have PSS, which is a separate business account. And then we have Jack and Marie Myers, praise God, which is a separate business account. And then we have a CD account. And we've got another CD account. I'm getting ready to open up a medical account. Praise God. Amen. We put medical in there and all that kind of stuff. Okay? So before we got this building, there were individuals that we knew for years that came into our life. And we let them speak in my ear. And they got in our ear. Because when we came to this building and we looked at it, we heard the Lord say this was the building. But I didn't think that $580,000 we could do it because I never believed God for $580,000 ever. Hello. We thought that was a bit much. He was asking, especially the condition that it was in. It wasn't good. Roof leaking, rats were in the building, the renovation that needed to be done, it was huge. How many went through the renovation? It was huge, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, was it huge. It, the, all the growth was grown up. Oh. You know, I have all those pictures. Yeah, I don't want to Let's put that slideshow together and celebrate. You should forget. So, yeah, we forgot how tired oh we were. Yeah, but it's good to remember where we came from. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Yes. My, my goodness. So we almost lost it. And so we left this building. And we were looking for some, somewhere else. And all of a sudden, Life Christian University was, was uh, uh, we needed to make a decision. So we came among this office complex, which was around the corner by the hospital. And we met with them. And we were going to give them like three months rent in advance, plus down payment. All we needed to do is change one wall. And they told us no. We were going to give them five grand up front and pay for an entire year. And the business owners did not want a Christian organization in their property or on their building. So they told us no. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the couch with her. And all of a sudden, it just dropped down in my spirit. Go back. And this was six weeks later. We almost lost this building. It was six weeks later because we got around people. Watch this. When the pressure comes, God's about to break you into something. Hold on. Don't let go. Thank you for the three amens on that. Don't let go. But when also, that pressure comes, God's about to break you into something. Be very careful what you let in your ear. Very careful. He'll move you. Yeah. He'll move you. He'll even use the closest people to you. Yeah. 
You got to be careful. Who has influence in your life? Who has your ear? Who has your ear? your ear? Who has your ear? Careful. You have to be very you have to be very 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 careful. Because you could miss God and blow everything up without even knowing it. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of living that way. I don't want to blow things up. Hello? Uh, listen, I'd rather be a little behind God than in front of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then I could catch up. I mean, they, that's what they taught us at Raymond. It's better to be a little bit behind. Hello? And I'm not, but I'm, listen, we can't afford to live in the times of blowing things up. Amen. Come on. So if you're, if you're feeling the pressure right now, no matter where you're, whatever you're experiencing, it's because God wants to take you from here to there. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Thank you for joining us this week. It's our honor to serve you and be part of your walk with Christ. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net. Have a blessed week, and remember, the best is yet to come.